but just out of curiosity, what are the main, if you were to say the top four KPIs of a customer success person, what would it be? So client satisfaction, yeah. uh, churn rate, renewal rate, okay, plus renewal slash uh, selling, okay, and revenue growth. Okay, and all these all these KPIs are to a large extent impacted by the success of your customer education program. All of them. So if we have this customer education uh, program, all the metrics will be better. Uh, I, I believe that the numbers will be higher. So uh, we spoke about the company side of things, right? And to a large extent, the topic itself is how uh, the culture of Brazil is affecting self-serve resources at the end of the day. Are people from Brazil accepting uh, self-service resources to train themselves? So my question is, how do you uh, get the customers on board with a program like that? How do you convince your customers that self-serve resources could be more impactful for them or add more value to them as a customer in finding value with your product rather than coming always on board with a customer success manager for one-on-one training? It's not an easy task because they would keep coming back, you know, help me this, how can I do this, what's that? And keep asking. But I think the key key here is transparency. Transparency and uh, resilience. So if we talk to the client, if we tell and show the client what are the things that they have to do, the responsibilities, and show them where the the, the answers and the solutions are, since they won, they will be educated to go to this place to use the customer education uh, program. There are, of course, many people they won't accept. Then I have to be resilient. And all the time that this person comes back, I would direct this person to the space or to the right, I don't know, tool. So uh, since you mentioned tool, what what are the first tools that you would be pursuing to start up the custom education program? Uh, For me, the perfect uh, scenario, like the dream tool, would be that one that I have everything in one. So I have okay. the the place that I have all the, the information with the client, the tickets and everything, like a CRM, okay. when I can manage the information. And plus that, the space for the customer education uh, program. So it would be perfect. Okay. Uh, besides that, it has to be a very user-friendly tool. So very easy, very simple. and that can integrate with other systems that we have with other yeah. uh, teams. Because I need, for example, sales to be aware that we have that and uh, be able to access that that material. So the integration is, of course, important. And, of course, uh, a tool that provides engagement uh, and this customer experience very positive, you know? Okay, so you're looking for a consolidative tool. So uh, have you scaled self-serve resources before with your company at Construe Market? 
I'm trying to, but it's not okay. easy because yeah. so far we don't have this tool that I have everything. I know uh, there there's uh, one around, uh, for example, train is one that yeah. I have a consolidated. Uh, it, it is a consolidated too, but so far I haven't tried inside consumer market. This would be my dream. So, uh, so let's just assume that you get a tool. Like, for example, you mentioned train. What would be the first step to creating a self-serve resource that you would be... And the reason why I'm asking this is because, again, the geographical differences come into play. And you have to convince your customers that, okay, all right, now you've got to use this. So what would be the first thing that you do when you get a tool like train, for example? How are you going to convince your customers that this is the right place for you to come and learn? Showing them, showing them that that there it's easy, simple to use, and much better than waiting on the phone or there in, in WhatsApp or chat to someone to answer you. So you just go there, you know where is it, you just click and you have your solution ready for you. It's simple, you have videos, you have tutorials, you have writing a writing piece there. Whatever you want, the format you like, that's all. In Portuguese, Got of it. course, this is the most important one in our language. Uh, as you, yeah. as I think most people know here in Brazil, uh, not everybody speaks English, so this is important. Okay, so I'm interested in understanding. Uh, when you say training customers one-on-one, -on -one, you would use Zoom to do it? I would Zoom or Google Meet, uh, okay. Teams, for example, Microsoft Teams. And what is the major issue that you find with using these tools? Is it is it training the customer or getting the consolidated information and passing it on to the customer later? Both. All of them. Both. They are all issues. The first one is no-show. I, I have a high rate of no-show. So when okay. I schedule the training, there's one-on-one -on -one training with the, the client, um, many times the client is not there. Just okay. doesn't, doesn't go, you know, doesn't appear. Hmm. Uh, then I have this issue that I cannot have the information easily for them. So they are okay. asking, oh, okay, now we go there. There is no chronological thinking because they keep asking so we go go on go forward go on go back and this is this is not a, a nice experience for them they get confused okay. if they get confused they will not engage anymore uh another thing this one-on-one -on -one session uh, most of the time they are very long and yeah. i'm sure that the person that is in the other side of the the, the computer is not paying attention Okay. So yeah. I'm there, I'm spending my time there, I'm wasting my time there, and they are not uh, learning at all. So what <laughs> okay. they do do, next day, the following day, they'll come back to me asking the same questions and the same, they will have the same doubts that I would talk to them in the day before. Okay. So what if I were to say that you can, um, you can just record, the simple explanation would be to just record the Google Meet and keep it right. And then give it to the customer. That doesn't work? No. They, they don't watch it. They ask for it. Or we send it and they keep it there in the, in the email. And that's all. They don't watch it. <laughs> okay. They prefer 
to go to the support team and ask for help. They don't watch it because it's too long. They, it's a waste of time. All these sessions that you do is to teach your product at the end of the day, right? Teach about your product, the entire workflow, the product workflow, if I'm, if I'm right. Yes, you're right. And this brings us to another issue. This training okay. session is only to te teach my client how to, to click buttons. It's only technical. Yeah. This is not nice because uh, from my point of view, customer success is strategic. You know, it's proactive. Mm. When you yeah. do this, you are only technical. You, you yeah. attack an area. You don't go to yeah. this con, uh, this this uh, proactive area and proactive mindset to help your your client to go and uh, and to read their success. Uh, so it's Correct. another issue, and I cannot do like two sessions. One that I I teach them how to use the product, and the other one to discuss uh, good practice. For example, they won't accept that. Mm. So it's okay. another issue that comes. With this new, this uh, customer, uh, this session, one on one session, you know, this lack of customer education program. Understood. So at the end of the day, you're saying that it's, it's become very mechanical, right? The yes. whole process has become very mechanical that you're just teaching them how to click here and there. Yes. And this is why they do not see value in the product. Because they are only learning how to click buttons. And everybody can click buttons. But okay, so your product is good because why do I have to have your, your product? They cannot see it. Because we mm, don't yeah. teach. We don't offer this. We just offer button, buttons and clicks and technical things and technical uh, explanations. And we stop there. So the concept, so the actual reason why customer success exists, that is beaten down because of this reason. Yes, that's it. We are not customer success managers. We are we are support agents here. <laughs> so I that's have two, very, you know, yeah. I have two customer service, two support teams. I don't have customer success teams now. Understood. This is sad, right? No, but but when I think about it, right. Obviously, you've been in the market for more years than me. But when I look at it, it feels like a very simple issue. Because you yes. just... You, uh, no, you can go it, on. Finish, please. <laughs> okay. It feels like a simple issue to me because now... Um, so I create product training videos and then I share it with my customers. And then I create interactive demos and I share it with my customers. And at that point of time, the customer realizes that, okay, I don't need to go back to the CS person to get the answers. I can do it here. So it feels personally, it feels like a very simple solution to me. But when you're saying it, there is a lot of gap in people even wanting to try out a solution like this in the first place. They've been so deep seated into the fact that no, this person exists for me and he has to contribute that they are not looking into the other spectrum of things. I cannot agree more. That's it. And I think the problem here in Brazil is that people prefer to focus on the sales process to bring more clients okay. than to look at the base and to improve the process uh, in the base. So, oh, no, it's okay. going to be, uh, you, you, we're going to have like to, to work hard 
to create the program, to educate the customers to go to somewhere else, not to have a person, you know, to answer the question promptly. Okay, yes, we have to work hard, but it's once we're going to work hard once. We are working hard every day. So it it is simple, as I said. It is a a very simple math, but I don't Hmm. know, people cannot see. Understood. And uh, so is this something that you see across all of the companies in Brazil? Is there anyone who's revolutionizing this customer education program in Brazil that you know of? Uh, I think so. I think that are, uh, but they are not Brazilian company. That's that's the okay. point. They are not Brazilian companies. We have this with companies in Brazil, but they are American companies. And we have the big oh. techs, for example. Uh, they don't talk to us one-on-one person or one-on-one session. Okay, we go there, we try to find the, the, the questions there when we have to solve our problems. And that's fine. Everybody's accepted. It. The, everybody does it. But when it comes to Brazilian companies, they just don't do it. And that's, uh, they, they don't invest time. They don't invest people to build this program. They do it with the American one. But when it comes to us, okay. no, they don't accept. Oh, okay. That's, that's very interesting. So when we talk, when we say Brazilian companies, we are talking about companies that were started by Brazilians in Brazil. And the companies that you spoke about right now are probably companies that have their parent organization somewhere in the US or somewhere in the Europe and have set up a base in Brazil. Yes, that's that's it. And and uh, for example, Brazilian people they don't complain about it. Uh, for example, okay. these American company here they don't have like a, a a human customer service. They don't do it. They don't talk about this. They just go okay. there and use it, and that's all. And for example, if my if consumer market, my company here, uh, decides to do the same, oh my god, clients will leave. <laughs> Yes, okay. we will. Yes, we will have to to close the company because everybody will cancel. I'm sure because we're Brazilian and we must in their, of course, in their minds, we must have this human, you know, uh, uh, relationship. Contact. Yes. Okay, that's that's interesting. Maybe it's because uh, those American companies don't speak Portuguese. No, because they are American. The only thing is because they are American, and we, I don't, I didn't, I didn't mention this before, okay. but we Brazilian, we have this feeling that American people or European people are better than us. Okay. So, uh, if some something or somebody comes from America or comes from the Europe, uh, comes from Europe, they are better. So, if they are saying that we we have to do this, we are going to do this. We are not going to argue. Okay. Uh, just do it. Do the following that they are, they are asking you to do, and that's it. Okay, but are you a Brazilian? Are you telling me that you're not talking to me now? No, 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 no. I don't accept. So the only reason is because of the nationality. Very cultural. Everybody here knows that we are like this, and nobody mm-hmm. changes, and everybody acts like this. And and I I find a lot of similarity between what you said with a conversation that I had uh, with a man named Ozan. He's the head of customer success. I I forget the company's name, but he's from Turkey. And he mentions that Turkish people don't like self-serve resources. You need to have that one-on-one, you know, 
client customer success relationship at all points of time because people just prefer to call you on the phone and ask you that how do i get this thing solved so again it boils down it's it's a great topic that we've taken today uh, talking about the impact of culture on customer success activities and it's 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 not a topic that a lot of people have actively pursued uh in the popular context in blogs or podcasts so it's very nice to have taken this topic because a lot of companies beat beat us at train or other saas companies who are coming to uh, brazil who are non american or non european <laughs> they would be facing this issue yes they will you can take for example uh supermarkets if you go okay. to to the united states for example you have the self service uh cashier there right and you yeah, go to, yeah. they the, just use it we have here in brazil people don't like it i i love okay. it i love it okay. people don't go there people go to the human cashier and i was like oh my god but there is a line a huge line here and this one is empty i know but i prefer the human the, the person here i i prefer the heart you know to help me not the machine but okay so i'm going to get to an important question for you personally how did you step out of this and decide that you know self self serve resources and customer education through self learning is something that has to be pursued talking to people outside of brazil okay <laughs> so this was a uh, very very uh, insightful for me so when i saw that it was working there i was like oh my god but so i can work less here and have you know <laughs> more productive here more results better results yes you can oh my god so i have to have it but not everybody had this insight or this vision you know it was a nice podcast uh, thank you for spending time with us vivian thank you for the invitation again it was great and uh, that's it bye bye have a nice weekend see you later bye bye